Good morning, and welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. I am your host, Douglas Green, and I am laying alongside co-host Jackson Houston. We're spooning right now. Yeah. You can't tell. I'm, I'm a little spoon. But. <coughs> Dude, I, I feel like. We're I, wrapped so up in a little, <laughs> little blankie. Two piggies in a blanket. So we we just woke up about what an hour and a half ago. I've been awake for a little bit. Yeah, but I've got I've got my morning voice, where it's like really deep and growly. Oh, I'm, I'm, hello, I'm Douglas. Welcome back to the podcast. Like I can't go any higher than this. You're <coughs> lying. Because <coughs> we've been yelling. It is Mardi Gras. It's the height of Mardi Gras. It is Mardi Gras. We're both jo- Douglas. Um. Oh yeah. So. Obviously, this episode came out on a Monday. Um, it's Lundi we, Gras. We postponed it, but Douglas uh, thrice forgot to put a story up when I mentioned it thrice to okay. put a story up. Why, why does that have to be my job? Because you're the social media man. It's called a social media-ist. Oh, whatever. I'm a but social yeah. media-ist. Happy Monday. So, you Happy get an Lundi episode Gras. today and then an episode... Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. The leap day. Is it? Oh, February 29th so if you were, is if you, were, if you were born on February 29th, how old would you be? <sighs> Gotta do some math here. What do you mean? You know how you don't get your birthday what every, year every four years? What year would you be born on? Born in. Oh, okay. So if you were born in 98. That's not a leap year. Yeah. So say if you were born in 96. That's a leap year, isn't it? Just go backwards. You'd be... 2010, 16, 12, 8, 4, Why'd you zero. say 2010 before 2016? I said, oh, I said 20. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, did I do 2010? <laughs> you, you I, meant, I meant 2020, right? Yeah. 16, 12, 8, 4, 0, 96. You'd be 6. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Because a year is 365 days. No, but it... You you only turn a different age when yeah, you have your birthday. Technically, it's the their sixth birthday, yeah. but there's so you'd be six years old. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You're so stupid. All right. Um, so you want to get into it, or you want to talk a little more? Uh, I'd like to get into it. You'd like to get into. Well, it. I'm tired. Um, You're always uh, tired. Well, I'm tired today. You know, we were out late. Not really. <laughs> yeah, we were. We got back at like 10 o'clock. Really? I went to bed at like 1. Well, we played Xbox. Ah. I was about to pass out. Well, yeah. Um. <sighs> Something happened since the last recording. Something happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? I don't know. Think. Like within the past week? Yeah. My birthday? Within... What? My birthday happened. There it is. Yes, I am 12. Douglas years old. is officially 21 years old. Woo! Uh, finally joined us. <laughs> finally. You've only been 21 for two months. Yeah, it feels like longer. Yeah. You know, when you get older, it's the time just. So, do you. So, like, people keep asking me, it's like, um, how does it feel, like, being able to drink now legally? I'm just like. Mm. Actually, it is kind of nice. Yeah, it is. I mean, not the uh, 
for my wallet, but uh, it is nice. Yeah. But yeah, turned 21. Now we could talk about drinking on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Mardi Gras will be successful. Hopefully tonight the weather's not good. Or yeah. Hopefully tonight the weather is good. There you go. The weather's not bad. There Same thing. Uh, We're hoping. Tomorrow's really hoping tomorrow. Uh, rain or shine tomorrow. It's I think it's supposed to not rain towards the end of the day. So. Well, Comic Cowboys is... Like it in the afternoon. Hopefully, uh, we'll that's the that's the only one we're like. Hopefully to. tonight it doesn't rain because happy Mardi Gras. I really don't want to get stuck with all that expensive band equipment in the rain. Yeah, that'd be a lot. All right, well let's let's <coughs> let's get into this topic where we are officially. Well, wait, hold on. Let's wait. Let's wait fifteen more seconds. Why? <laughs> fifteen more seconds. Ten more seconds. Okay. Ten more seconds. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, are you ready? Three, five five seconds, more seconds. All right, hold on, hold on. And let's go for the topic. Damn it. I was trying to put on Gerald's glasses, but I couldn't. Let's let's um, go for the topic. All right, so the, I have, I, I've liked the idea of me doing like a, a sort of smaller pre-topic before I get into the big topic. Mm-hmm. So I've chosen something that I grew up with hearing about. It's a, it's a folk, it's a folk tale, folklore, southern Southern folklore. Have you ever heard of uh, Bloody Bones? I've heard, kind of. I've you heard you of. talk about Bloody Bones. My, my grandfather used to tell us this, well, I guess it's a different rendition of the ghost story. But today, we are going to go over the actual Bloody Bones. And then I'll talk a little bit about how my grandfather told me. But so you haven't, you've only heard about Bloody Bones from what I've told you yes all right my my grandparents were more uh along the lines of just ghost stories that they've encountered and then a slug story oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about that yeah that is a scary one it is in fact so bloody bones is a boogeyman figure feared by children and is sometimes called rawhead tommy rawhead or rawhead and bloody bones so sometimes Rawhead and Bloody Bones are the same entity, and then at some time, in some stories, they're different. Um, we're going to go over the origins of Bloody Bones. So the Oxford English Dictionary cites approximately 1548 as the earliest written experience appearance of Bloody Bones. The term Rawhead and Bloody Bones and such other names was used to all children and keep them in subjection as any other boogeyman story. Um... As recorded by John Locke in 1693, Samuel Johnson, in his Dictionary of the English Language, first published in 1755, defined Rawhead as the name of a specter mentioned to fright children. Uh, The stories originated in Great Britain, where they were particularly common in Lancashire and Yorkshire, and spread to North America, where the stories were common in the southern United States. So this basically just... A deep southeast ghost story. Um, so let's get into the uh, the folklore here. Got a lot on my research. Couple paragraphs. <laughs> oh gosh, my eyes aren't really good this morning. Um, all right, so Bloody Bones is sometimes regarded as a water demon haunting deep ponds and old marl pits, which often became filled with water to form ponds. Um, where it dragged children into the depths. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, children were told to keep away from the Marl Pit, or Rawhead and Bloody Bones will have you. 
I would, like that's that's some scary stuff. So um, Ruth Tongue said in Somerset folklore that he lived in a dark cupboard, usually under the stairs. If you were heroic enough to peep through a crack, you could get a glimpse of the dreadful crouching creature with blood running down his face, seated on a pile of raw bones that had belonged to children who told lies or said bad words. If you peeped through the keyhole, he got you anyway. Uh, Old Bloody Bones is a Cornish version of Rawhead and Bloody Bones, according to F.W. Jones in Old Cornwall. Bloody Bones inhabited Knocker's Hole near the village of Baldhu. I don't know what that is. Um, There was said to have been a massacre in that area, and it suggested that he was a ghost or evil spirit attracted by the carnage. Uh, in the southern United States, rawhead, rawhead and bloody bones are sometimes regarded as two individual creatures or two separate parts of the same cre- monster. Uh, one is a skull stripped of skin and bites its victims, that's rawhead, and its companion is a dancing headless skeleton, bloody bones. In one cautionary tale, a gossip loses his head to the monster and the punishment for his, as a punishment for his wicked tongue. Uh, legends about Bloody Bones eventually made their way into African American tradition, as well as spreading other parts to the United States. <sighs> so, in the in the South where where we live, it's basically Bloody Bones is the headless skeleton with like bloody skeleton that dances around. But I didn't really hear about Rawhead until I read this. My my grandfather used to talk about Bloody Bones. And then his companion was named Salamander. And I, I'm almost certain that Salamander, from what I remember, is just a big salamander <laughs> that walked upright. But, yeah, no. So we would all gather on the back patio and listen to my grandfather uh, tell these stories. And, of course, it'd be dark outside. And... So he would give, it was me, my sisters, and my cousins that he'd tell these stories to. So he'd give us all nicknames for the stories. So I was Duggarino. Easton was, oh, what was Easton? Ah, I can't remember that. But Sarah Francis was Sudie Pearl. No, Sarah Francis was Maggie Mae. And Kinley was Sooty Pearl. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got yeah, something that. to say to you. And oh, I can't oh, remember Larhampton's and Easton's name, but... They'll sue us. But it was basically, the whole premise was to keep us from doing bad stuff. Did it work? Yes, because <laughs> it scared the shit out of us. And one, day, one time when we were all at the house, like the whole family, um, my uncle and my dad... As my grandfather was telling the story, they were running around the yard, like, making noises and bushes and stuff. And, like, I, we all ran back inside. Like, it's some scary shit. But, yeah, so that is Bloody Bones. I just thought I'd go over that because it would make my mom happy. She wants, she wants us to have my grandfather on the podcast. Eh. What? <laughs> <laughs> What are you looking at? No, then I was just. Jackson's a terrible host. It, it, he doesn't even act like he's listening. Oh my god, I am listening. You know, it takes eye contact, Jackson. 
How's this? Jesus Christ. Yeah? (coughs) I'm trying to get through without mucus coming up my gullet. Ew. Yeah, sorry. Let me get some water. What? Oh, okay. I thought you were getting up. So Bloody Bones kind of sounds like just like some voodoo. Oh, he's definitely some voodoo mama juju. For sure. That pickup. Probably. It's you were right next to the mic. It's like me oh, it's like me going. Are you sure? And then asking if it picked up. Oh my god. I mean, can you see it? Yes, I can see it. Alright. Get on with the with the main topic. The main topic today is sleep paralysis. I should make like some jingles. That's what we talked about on the last one. And then just like play them in here. Like like here, hold on. Like for each time we're about to get into a topic. Hold on, like like Wow. You gotta record re record. Oh, okay, that. hold on. Okay, so ready, Douglas? No, I mean like you gotta re record. No, it. Douglas, ready? Okay. Wow. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Wow me. <laughs> wow me. That sounds very ghostly. Wow me. Go. Oh my right. god. Okay. So, have you have had any experiences with sleep paralysis? No. I've heard people who have dealt with sleep paralysis. Like I've heard what the I've only I've had of, I've uh, only had an experience once. I've I've heard of people dealing with it. I've never heard of sleep paralysis. Or I've never, never Yeah, I was about to say. You never, never dealt with it. Uh, never dealt with it personally. <clears throat> dealt with it many a times. In like a third party hearing it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. never personal. Did I leave my light on? Yeah. Damn. Although the core features of sleep paralysis appear to be universal, the ways in which they are experienced vary according to time, place, and culture. Over 100 terms have been identified for these experiences. Some scientists have proposed sleep paralysis as an explanation for reports of paranormal phenomena such as ghosts, alien visits, demons, or demonic possession, alien abduction, experiences, uh, the night hag, <laughs> and shadow people haunting. So you know, the, the, you've seen the memes where it's like, my sleep paralysis demon be like, and he wakes up and his sleep paralysis demon's just like dancing over in the corner or something. No. <laughs> you haven't? Uh-uh. It's pretty funny. I, I don't, I'm just not get, familiar just, with the I guarantee. The, the may may. I guarantee after this podcast is recorded, you will, uh, you'll probably see it on your Explore page. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. So, I didn't know what the Night Hag was, so I looked it up. So, the Night Hag is a, ge- a generic name for a fantastical creature from the folklore of various peoples which is used to explain the, the phenomena of sleep paralysis. A common description is that a person feels the presence of a supernatural malevolent being which immobilizes the person as if sitting on the chest of somebody. Oh, that's, yeah, like it's like you can't get up. Yeah, yeah. Um, various cultures have various names for this phenomenon or supernatural character. For example, sleep paralysis re- is referred to pendefesh attack in Italy. Pendefesh. Among Italians, the Pendefesh may refer to an evil witch 
sometimes a ghost-like spirit or a terrifying cat-like creature. Sleep paralysis among Cambodians is known as <laughs> the ghost that pushes you down. <laughs> it's very uh, well thought out. And it entails the belief in dangerous visitations from deceased relatives. It's creepy. In Egypt, sleep paralysis is conceptualized as a terrifying jinn attack. The jinn may even kill its victims. Sleep paralysis Wait, is so the jinn. Oh, jinn. Jinn. Like J-I-N-N. Oh. I mean, pretty much all these... Jinn. Yeah. The jinn. 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 So sleep paralysis is sometimes interpreted as a space alien abduction space. in the U.S. Space. Uh. Space. The you bored yet? kind of kind of kind of cool. Okay, so according to some scientists, culture may be a major factor in shaping sleep paralysis. When sleep paralysis is interpreted through particular cu culture filter. It may take on greater salience. Salience. Soliloquy. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. There's. For example. I apologize. For example, if sleep paralysis is feared in a certain culture, this fear could lead to conditioned fear and thus worsen the experience, in turn, leading to higher rates of sleep paralysis. Um, consistent with this idea, High rates along and long durations of immobility during sleep paralysis have been found in Egypt, where there, where they are, where there are elaborate beliefs about sleep paralysis involving malevolent spirit-like creatures, like, like jinn. There you go, like the jinn. Which I need to. I want to find a picture of it. Um, research has found that sleep paralysis is associated with the with great fear and fear of impending death in 50% of sufferers in Egypt. A study comparing rates and characteristics of sleep paralysis in Egypt and Denmark found that the phenomenon is three times more common in Egypt versus Denmark. In Denmark, unlike Egypt, there are no elaborate supernatural beliefs about sleep paralysis, and the experience is often interpreted as an odd psychological event or physiological event, with overall shorter sleep paralysis episodes and fewer people uh, fearing they could die from it. <laughs> and that's a video. All right. So I wanted to just overlay what sleep paralysis is before we get into the spooky stuff. So this is 32 insanely scary sleep paralysis stories. Yeet. All right. We're not going to do all 32. So I thought you wanted to get into it before. Oh, that like you were explaining why you had read everything? What, no, like yeah, you, I, was you just, just I was just explaining what sleep process Okay, is. I thought you were saying like, like okay, now I'm going to get into it before we hear the scary stories. And I was confused. You worded it weird. Never mind. Sorry, let's hear some stories. <laughs> so, first one is called Footsteps in the Hallway. That's already creepy. <laughs> I wish people could see how professional we look right now. 
<laughs> we're both wearing plaid pajamas and there's not like like for some reason our kitchen light is on but not not like the light above us <laughs> just you're wearing a drug rug i'm sprawled on the couch i don't have a shirt on underneath this i'm, drug I'm rug. ready to hear about some sleep paralysis let's get spooky do you have a post ready no oh. so one one night this is the person who uh, is telling the story. <laughs> One so night, far, did they did they ever give a name? Oh, let's see. Yeah, this is uh, her name is Ginger Oblivion <laughs> from Reddit. Just give me their first names in the future. All right. Okay. Ginger says. One night, I woke up to what I thought was the sound of footsteps in my hallway. I was laying on my back, which immediately made what me if confused. It was just like a ferret. <laughs> Just why a ferret? He'd be like just like running down the hallway. That'd be funny. She goes like to writes this whole story. The ferret's just looking at her like you dumb bitch. It was me the whole time. <laughs> okay, so she's laying on her back. Mm-hmm. Classic sleep paralysis pose. Um, like you I don't are. think I don't think it's a pose uh, or position. And. Um, so she, she was immediately, it made her confused because she was laying on her back. And a bit nervous because I never sleep on my back. She never. Ginger never sleeps. How the sleeps. hell else do you sleep? On I your sleep stomach? On my, There's no way side. you sleep on your, strictly on the slide side? Yeah, that's why I have bad shoulders. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You fall asleep on your side? Yes. But there, it's a damn, you're, you're it, lying. But I wake no, no, up no, on my stomach. Yeah, no, no. You're lying to yourself if you think that the entire night, that you're the entire time you're sleeping, you don't once roll on your back. Well, I could be levitating for all I care. <laughs> I, I want to do a sleep study. My cousin did one. Anyways, they um, pay you? it depends if you are trying to get diagnosed for something or if you're. Uh, I want to get paid to be tested on. It's <laughs> going Craigslist. Anyways, <laughs> I tried to turn my head to see where the sound was coming from, but I couldn't move at all classic sleep paralysis um the panic set in and i heard the source of footsteps now coming to my room now although i could not see the figure i knew it was a home invader i could still i could feel him standing on the opposite side of my bed silently staring down at me he had some sort of weapon in his hand in his right hand i believe it was a knife i swear my heart has never dropped and raced like that in my entire life i kept trying to trying and trying to move or scream but I was frozen frozen in place. It felt like hours. So she actually saw somebody with a knife. I have a good... Let's see. I have a good theory towards uh, the end of this Would episode. you like to hear inaudible whispers or I could hear it breathing? Give me the two names. First name only. Um, okay, so this one's it. It, Hunna... <laughs> and then this one is this is not my username three. Oh, um, let's do it, Hana. Hana, that's what I thought. Is it saying like, like it hunted? It's like it Hana tit, and then there's an L at the end. Like, but I don't know like, how I like keep it, it hunted. It hunted. Keep, but like they forgot. Hey, keep. give me a hunted. They were just like, hey, hey it hunted. <laughs> it hunted decrees outside. <laughs> Hey, how's my truck doing? Man, honey. It, it's what? It, it honey. honey, man. Sorry, one more time. It, honey. 
You don't know how. No, nah, I feel like I feel like just getting worse, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, though. So this is I could hear it breathing. <laughs> We're about to find out what it is. It hunted. It hunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I heard footsteps coming up the stairs. This is it, Hunnett speaking, um, of the attic, which ends up right beside my bed. See, sleep in the attic. Okay, I could I couldn't see anyone coming up though. Suddenly, I realized I saw something in the corner of my peripheral vision, and I heard I could hear it breathing. No, what you I, could hear Hunnett breathing. Hunnett, <laughs> what are you, it, Hunnett? <laughs> no, no, no. He's just Hunnett. The storyteller's <laughs> like it, Hunnett. What is it? It. <laughs> I could see hunting in the corner. <laughs> when I sl- slowly rolled my eyes to the side, I saw the small head of a white-faced troll grinning at me. <laughs> wow. I panicked, and suddenly all the phones in the house started ringing. This ringing sound built, built and built louder and louder. It scared me, and I knew for sure I had permanent tinnitus. Tinnitus. Tinnitus? Oh. It's an ear thing. Ah. It's what uh, Jackson Maine had in A Star Is Born. What a guy! What a guy! You know you're starting to look like Jackson Maine. Just saying. After this short moment, that's why I should wear that hat. No, you should get put on a nice jean jacket, some overalls, maybe a a nice burka. Burka. It's a lot of some belts, some scarves, some rings. After this short moment. Which felt like a really long time. With leather on the inside. I had enough strength to locate and lift my arm. Baby This immediately stopped all the hallucinations and I woke up. Without tinnitus. You didn't hear what I said, did you? kept talking, did you? Yeah. Jeez. You listen to the podcast. Ooh, ooh, this one looks like it's good. Babadookish grinning in the dark. Grinning dark mass. By who? Um... Murky Midsummer. Baba Dookie, what was it? Baba Dookish Grinning Dark Baba Have you seen the Baba Duke? No, I tried Dude. to watch the movie and I didn't enjoy it. It's, it's, like, it, it's it wasn't good. I mean, there, yeah, I, I I liked it. It was it was scary. It, I did not like the kid. I the kid the was that was that just deterred me from the movie. Yeah. Like when he's like in the back seat, just like yeah. screaming at her, and then like she's well, screaming the at him. Was on the, he was like on the car. Yeah, I didn't know that because I didn't finish the movie. It was just that scene. Um, okay, so Baba Dukish grinning dark mass. To me, the paralyzes always happen in cycles. B O B. No. B A B A Duke. Oh. Oh, found it. D-O-O-K, not D-U-K-E. Huh? He's looking at pictures. Oh, God. Yeah. He's creepy, man. Dude, we, I have a picture of the Duke on our uh, Instagram. Ew. Here, I'll show you. Duke is the scary man. See? <laughs> Look at that. Oh yeah, I don't. That's from the um, Boogeyman episode. I don't like that. It's, and we didn't get a lot of likes on it. I think it was too scary. Huh. La la la. All right. So to me, the paralyzes always happens in cycles. Is that 
is that right? The paralyzes always happens happen in cycles. <laughs> yeah, it's called sleep paralysis. No, no, no. I think she's trying to say paralysis, but she spelled it paralyzes. Oh, so yeah, so, so the, she's saying paralysis. To me, the paralysis always always happen in cycles. I always sleep on my side or on my stomach. Recurring experience for me experience for me is feeling something evil floating over my bed, slowly coming down towards me. Even though I, n- I never see it directly, I somehow always feel slash know it has a wide grin on its face. You probably just watched the movie. Um, it may not sound very scary coming to th- coming to think of it, but the fact that it's always the same damn Babadookish grinning dark mass motherfucker makes me, <laughs> makes me feel super creeped out. <laughs> that one wasn't as good as I thought. All right, what's this next one? Face to face with the dead body. What's the name? Daft J. That's a good one. All right. Back when I was hooked on FFXI. What is that? What? FFXI. FFXI? Back when I was hooked on FFXI. Is that a game? Oh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. It's Final Fantasy uh, 11. I was playing way too much while neglecting my sleep. One evening I went to bed stressed. Then I, I then spent a while tossing and turning in my bed. Upon turning to my right, I was face to face with the dead body of an old man. He had some kind of scaled reptilian skin. After around five seconds, which felt much longer, he started to vanish. Jeez. Then I could feel some kind of omnipresence outside. It was super early in the morning, so it was turning light. However, the sky and natural light began to dim rapidly. As this presence was making its way to my room, I could feel it growing and growing as the window went pitch black. The pure evil darkness began to sleep to seep into my room. So I jumped up and got the hell out of there. Splashed cold water over my face to stop all this onslaught. That one was really creepy. So throwback to... Uh, what was it? Two episodes ago? Which one? Uh, when I talked about the reptilian elite. Yeah. That's what this is. He had reptile skin. I wonder. He did, I guess he didn't get a good look of his eyes. I mean, that's the first. That's the first thing you need to do. Oh well. Thank you, Daf J, for that. Um, I don't want to hear any more knife stories. Sleep paralysis loop. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, the little girl, by. Grundelug. So, the little girl. A few reoccurring characters are a banshee in my room screaming at me in some sort of demonic multi-voice, Jesus. And a little girl that walks up to me and resets my sleep paralysis and puts me into nightmares. I'm usually up for the rest of the night if I get a visit from either of those two. But I get them quite frequently while stressed. And they tend to stress me out for the next night, so it compounds itself. Skeletons walking past my door. Dead people staring at me from my window. Ugh. I don't know what most, why most of mine are centered around dead, rotting things, but they are. I'm a 34-year-old man, and I don't know why little ghost girls scare me. Thank you, Grundelug. Did you just get a... Uh, nope, never mind. I got a notification from my calendar. Uh, is there one? Okay, pick a number between 10 and 15. 
16. All right. Here we go. This one's called a zombie virus. Wow. There's a virus going around now. <laughs> it's not zombie. How many, how many more of these are you going to read? Because I have a theory. Um, I'll read three more, and then we can go into that is. Okay. Did you, you, have you been reading up on sleep paralysis? I read up on the Babadook. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Read the whole plot of the movie on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, seems like I no, really yeah. missed all the good parts. Oh, no. It's, it's a good movie. So, number 16. Even though I told you to pick between 10 and 15, I will respect your decision. Um, There's a plane flying outside. Hold on. Anyways. All right. (laughs) uh, It's not usually scary for me. Usually I hear a really loud buzzing sound, and my head feels like it's vibrating. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know why she put a ha, ha, ha in there. Oh, I didn't even... Okay, this is Black Code 9. On the buzzing. So I had a weird sleep paralysis slash dream where I got infected with a zombie virus and had to kill, get killed to save humanity. So I had to lay down in a chamber, and they turned on a machine that blasted radiation waves at my body. I couldn't move and felt this strange but somewhat nice force slash static feeling. And the whole time I was thinking, this doesn't feel very painful for being radiated and burned alive. Smiley face. That was the worst one yet. That one sucked. All right. Uh, Pick a number between 17 and 32. 28. After this one, you're going to tell yours, and then we're going to go into theories. All right. All right. All right. 28. The man from my dream came in my room. (laughs) By Casadora. One night, I have a dream. One night, I have a dream. And that dream told me, hey, you'll be a millionaire. <laughs> That's a good movie. We should make that. Yeah. All right, so one night. You'll I, be a millionaire of Klanderschnuffs. Klanderschnuffs. The Klanderschnuffs are the empire to the future. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> we should really make those, though. I know. We really should. One night. I have a dream that I went into the attack and there's a, a attic, not the attack. Oh my god, you literate. It's he literally says attack. Oh. And there's a man up there wearing a hooded cloak. I don't remember the details of the dream, but I knew that I needed to get away from the man. And I remember feeling very panicked. Sounds like uh David Duke was in his closet or his attic. Yeah. Who's um, David Duke? But then I woke up. Do you, hey, do you know who David Duke is? No, I don't know. You him. didn't get that reference? No. David Duke is the former Grand Wizard of the KKK. <laughs> he said hooded figure. Uh, and he has such a punchable face. Sorry, keep going. Then I woke up and realized I couldn't move. I was laying on my side facing the wall and felt like the man from my dream was in my room standing right behind me. It was not a fun experience. So he, you don't know if he was actually in my room or in his room? Oh, wow. Okay, do you want to hear about black energy twisting out of my stomach? Ew, yeah. All right, this is from Apathetic666 Johnson. 
Johnson. Um, so I've only experienced one, experienced it once, but I was asleep on an air mattress in a room <laughs> I normally don't sleep on. There was a fan above my head, which had a calming sound, I remember, but I also felt this black energy twisting out of my stomach and chest. It was above me looking down. I couldn't see it, but I could feel it, so I guess I was picturing it with my mind. It filled me with dread, and my entire body felt like unintentional rhyme. Oh, felt like lead. Unintentional rhyme. Man, shit. Alright. <laughs> I thought this one said boy coming on my face. But it says little boy coming to my face. <laughs> so you want to... You want to you wanna hear about mine? Yeah. And then we're going to get into theories. All right. So you know how I have that tree in my room? Yeah. Okay. So, okay, a little context. <laughs> I have a Christmas tree in my room. He does, in fact, have a Christmas tree in his room. There's beads on it, Mardi Gras beads. And so one night, it was here, I, uh, I woke up. I usually wake up around 3 a.m. usually, 4, but I usually get up and go pee. But this this particular day, I think this was this was about three weeks ago, and um, I woke up, and I I was like, man, I really got to pee, but I, I I wasn't getting up to go pee. Like I don't know if I was in sleep paralysis or not, or I was just being lazy. But usually I I have a small bladder, and usually I really get up and I like have to go pee, but I just did it in that case. But so I was staring at the tree. And then all of a sudden, like, I could see, like, there was arms behind it. Like, somebody was standing behind the tree. But, like, the tree was, like, blocking the face and all that. But, and, like, I was like, okay, I, I, re- I really got to pee. Like, that's, that's, like, the main thing I was focusing on while staring at these arms that were behind the tree. But then I realized that I, I'm pretty sure since the tree is a triangular shape, the arms were just the different, like the different colors, like of the wall versus the tree. So I just thought I saw arms, but it was definitely spooky. Mainly because I couldn't get up to go pee, and that's it. <laughs> You're being so fun right now. I'm listening to your thing. I'm I'm, I'm processing it all. No, you're just too late. But I have theories. Okay. I so obviously sleep paralysis is a real condition. Yeah. Um. Let me look at. I mean, it's. I like, looked it up earlier. Let me see what the number was. You're you're, you're basically. You're more awake. than three million U.S. cases per year. Yeah. So it's very common. It's self-treatable and more likely self-diagnosable. Um. And it's believed that. Oh. It's it's most often most often occurs with people who have narcolepsy or sleep apnea, but it can happen to anyone. And the main improvement, or the main treatment, is just improved sleep. Really. <laughs> so obviously it's a real thing, and people have these stories about sleep paralysis and what it is. If it's, you know, like but like the uh, the whole mystery side of it is. So here's what my see. here's my thing. I mean, it's hallucinations. Yeah, no. Here's my thing. I think. 
sleep paralysis, the actual part of you like getting up, is your brain being awake, but your yeah. brain delayed telling the rest of your body that you're awake. Yeah. And then, because you have that fear of not being able to move, your psyche then convinces yourself that something far worse is happening, and then it, you start to believe that maybe like something's like actually like possessing you or whatever so you start to manifest these hallucinations yeah. that's like that's that that panic that comes in because you're like oh shit i can't move and you're and then your brain manifests like a man with a knife and then you're like oh shit i really can't <laughs> oh, move shit. to get out of here a goblin oh it hunter <laughs> <laughs> oh it hunter it here <laughs> uh, yeah i think that was very interesting. Yeah. Hearing like what people well, I guess if if, if you're in the belief of that it's self manifestation. it was very interesting to hear what people are able to conjure up with their mind. What their psyche is Dude, able to have, convince like, them that they see. We have like such a powerful thing in our heads to make it like you know how yeah, it, okay, so you know how if you stare into You think you think you could have named yourself? No. The brain did. Well, I mean, I could name myself. I can give myself a badass name. Thunder Herp. <laughs> Thunder Herp. You didn't even want to... I knew you were thinking about herpes. You didn't even want to finish herpes. <laughs> I know, it's funnier that way. <laughs> there's, a, there's a superhero team based around... <laughs> Like venereal diseases, <laughs> thunder herpes. <laughs> well, so we've got thunder herp. We've got. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Hmm. <laughs> it's the only one. But besides the point. Besides I'm the point. You, right. your last intelligent thing you were saying was, we've got such a powerful thing oh, yeah. in our no, head. Like, have you ever stared like into like a dark room and like watched your brain like make you think you're seeing something? That's you ever stared into a mirror? You're staring at yourself for a long time in the mirror. No, but you talked to yourself yesterday in the mirror. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, um, if you stare in a mirror for a long enough time, your brain, because there's not any activity happening, uh, it will your reflection that you see will start to smile at you, because your brain is changing that. Are you sure you're not just smiling? Mm -mm, no. I'm pretty sure I would just start smiling. You there? People like record it happening, and they'll literally just be like, the reflection will look the exact same. They'll just be like, like resting face, but then they'll freak out. There's actually there's a there's a um, there's an actual thing, and there was like a whole study done where people stared at themselves and their reflections for like long periods of time, and um, because oh, I need to look that up uh, later, but because your brain your brain doesn't like resting, yeah. it likes like that's what neurons are they're firing yeah. constantly. So when you're looking at something for a long time and it's not doing anything, the brain gets bored with it, so it changes it. Yeah. So you can actually like we'll see something else, but most of the time. Uh, if you stare your uh, if you stare in the mirror for a long enough time, it'll do something that'll like scare you. Because then I'll like that'll wake you up, and then I'll stop you from looking at it anymore. So what they did was the study was they had like I think like over a hundred people, and they had every person they would stare at the mirror in uh, like a bright room, 
in a somewhat lit room and I think in a completely dark room. So like the brain got used to seeing in the dark and then was able to see the reflection in the dark and then that just made it, then they would change it. And they said the most creepiest one was obviously in the dark because when you're in the dark, the brain doesn't, it can't see everything it's seeing. So it creates what it wants you to see, which can change from anything. But when it's like lit, the brain will just bend what is actually being seen, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Do you think that there could be a movie made that incorporates that? Yeah, for sure. Has anybody done that? I don't know. I mean, there was a there was a movie. What was that movie? Uh, the Lazarus Effect, and then the yeah. Flatliners movie, which then got a remake, which was weird. Like they became movies for anything. But no, I mean, like that affects people, like as they're watching it, like that. Oh, um. No, 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 because movies that wouldn't be a movie. A movie is moving, a movie is constant, a movie is flow. Well, no, I mean, like that has that can make that certain effect happen whilst the actual movie is going on. No, because the brain, be a horror movie, no, of because there's movement there. The brain doesn't like stillness, and it's it, it, it I'm pretty sure it, it's like several minutes before that even happens. Yeah, I guess I mean, there could be a scene like, um. Hereditary. Some people saw. Uh, I know it's actually there, but like when she's like staring in the dark room after her mother died, and then you see her in the corner. Um, and then I get. I, was it like? You see her, and then you don't see her, or something. You see her, and she's just like standing there. Yeah. But the it's it's the in first the dark. Time. Well, it's in the dark so much that her face looks like she's smiling, but some yeah. people didn't see her smiling. Yeah. Some people just saw her standing there. Yeah, I mean, that, either way, that, that movie's fucking yeah. terrifying. Yeah, we own it. We do. But I mean, after the movie, we were talking, and it's like some people didn't see her at all. Yeah, because I guess it was that still for that long. Well, it also it could be just because like the brain doesn't want to see it. Or that I really my brain can't. Back to back brain episodes. I know. Oh shit. I just clicked a button and something happened on my laptop. <laughs> like a weird flash came across. Oh, no, we're still recording. We're good. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I've been Jackson. He's been Douglas. This has yep, been. Yep. We have been Night Swims. Back to back brain episodes. Happy Monday. Happy Douglas, Monday. thank you for bringing up sleep paralysis. We're yeah. making ourselves sound way smarter than we actually are. <laughs> and thank you, uh, It Hunt It. Thank you, Ihane, for sponsoring this episode. And thank you to the person who have a dream. <laughs> I forgot their name. <laughs> I don't remember. I know there was one. Uh, that might have been the six 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 Johnson guy. All I remember is Ihane. Ihane. That's the only one that matter. Ihane. All right. So, Douglas, where can they find us on Instagram? At nightswims.podcast. And uh, next or this Saturday will be the. The last episode before a big six-week series. I think six weeks, right? You know what? Let's make it ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> it's a big, big series coming up. Uh, maybe maybe this Saturday will be an Uncovered. I don't know. We can find a, we can I find have a good one. guest. I have one. Well, we got three more people that we need to bring on first. Let's get the bear. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And remember to keep it hunted. Keep it hunted.